Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And tonight, oh, oh. the king of the potato gang, Mr. Jake Dials. My guy, how are you on this very fine Friday night? It's Friday. I'm here it and it's great. It's great. Everything <laughs> is great. This week has been great. We're so happy to be here. Everything is great. I promise. Everything is awesome. That's a song, you know. I don't know if you know this. I do, unfortunately. It's not about meatloaf, though. Everything is awesome. It's going to get real childlike in here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Happy Friday. I got to go through the roster real quick. So Alphabet's podcast was first. Um, and for those who were not in here this morning, Alphabet's podcast got booted off the YouTubes. They are on hmm. Twitch. It's linked in my About tab. It's also my backup plan should anything go awry here on YouTube. We will also be going to Twitch. You can find them there. They're going to be live tomorrow night. Um, you can find them there. It's all good. They got it figured out. Katie was second. I was trolling my own live. Um, and then we had Angie Barnes was in here and Susan and Sonia and who else? Uh, Kristen, hello. Welcome to the live. And we had Alex King was here early. D Baxter, hello, hello, hello. I'm going to go all the way to the bottom a little bit. Logical One is also in the house tonight. And a whole bunch of other people. Little Wolf, it's good to see you guys. A very happy Friday to all of you. Amy, it's good to see you. Welcome to the live. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, that's it. Thanks for coming. Have a great day. Bye. See you later. Bye. Yeah. I have a thing. I got to do the thing before we really start. I feel like we're going to get going, but I got to do the thing or I'll forget. The so the thing in five, four, three, two, thing. Hey there, and welcome to the show. Be sure to check us out at Bearded Bean Coffee Company for your very own bag of Shipwreck Show Coffee. Let the taste and aroma of hazelnut stimulate your senses as you kick back, relax, and catch the next slide. Also, for all your health and wellness needs, you can visit us at AriesEssentials.com or RogersHead.com for products to help you cleanse your body of unwanted toxin, calm your nervous system using CBD oil, body butter, and more. Use Shipwreck 20 for 20% off at Aries Essentials or Shipwreck 5 for 5% off all of your RogersHood.com products. I also wanted to give a big shout out to all the new Shipwreck Show members that signed up here on YouTube. For five bucks a month, you can support the show. You get access to fun emojis during the lives to use during the live stream and first look at the weekly lineups and private access to other podcast recordings that are not usually streamed publicly. Simply click the join button listed below the live and follow the prompts. With that all being said, you guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for all your support. I love your faces. We'll see you later. Enjoy the show. Bye, guys. Boom, shakalaka. That was an extremely genuine, I love your faces. Did you like that? I do really love their faces a lot. It's a very humbling to me that people would pay even $5 a month just to like to be here. <laughs> They don't even like, they get emojis, but realistically, I mean, they get a couple other things, but it's very, hum this whole thing has been a very humbling experience for me. It has, it is, it is, but, but you deserve it. So, um, it's, it's we're a very easy that. $5 and you deserve it. You've earned every bit of it. We're, we're working on that as we speak right now about who deserves what, and I deserve love this, and we're working on all that, but that's for a morning show. That's Clear. Clear. We're gonna do it Clear. tonight. I want to talk about AIDS. <laughs> HIPAA violation already. Listen, <laughs> let me just do the disclaimer: we are not doctors, uh, nor is anything we're putting out there proven to be fact. It's uh, more of like we're just pulling articles and discussing them in a way that you should not listen to us as if we were doctors. So get your vaccine. Don't get your vaccine. I don't care. Chuck to your doctor your trusted medical professional 
we are not those. Um, with that being said, let's talk about AIDS. And let's Dr. do it. Fauci, let's do it. Ooh. So AIDS, uh, yes, and I knew you were going to like this. So AIDS has been trending on the Twitter. And I dove into this today, you guys, on accident. I was over here uploading all the podcast to Anchor. And um, I go on Twitter, and Twitter is kind of where I get a lot of my, my news. And when I'm feeling really, like, sassy pants, I'll start arguing with people. Been far and few between but i so like hiv was trending and they, they were saying that hiv was trending because it's hiv like awareness week and that's why i was like okay maybe but then i started seeing a bunch of posts about the vaccine vase and hiv and i saw this thing come out of australia where they did a bunch of stuff and i have a video <laughs> i'm so ready for this we're gonna get I got to get to that door one of these days. Hi, Jaysha. All right. It's all good. If it helps, I'm not going to have any more. So. Well, me neither. We're never having any more kids. We're going to get more dogs is the plan. I've got plenty of those, too. Well, we're not getting more until a couple of them die. But I have a video. You guys ready for the... Jake, are you ready for the video? Absolutely. All right. Here we go. And the video about... And maybe, maybe I have a video. Is it going to play? Man, we're having all kinds of issues tonight. No. There it goes. Maybe. Hmm, false positives. Interesting. Whoops. Yeah, there's no volume on that, but no. it's okay. It's all good. Now, yeah, that fine. was the video. So that was one of the videos that, that initially, I think, started the conversation when it came to the people being HIV positive. And I think what took it completely, like, to the wayside, and I sent this to Sonia, was a video that came out from the BBC. And that looks like... This. And share screen and this it allows it to stay all together and it allows it to stay. 100% in that structure that's present on the surface of the virus. The shape of the coronavirus spike protein before the virus meets our cells is what triggers the most protective antibody response. So Keith must make the spike protein in the lab, locking it into exactly the same shape by adding another protein that acts a bit like a clamp. And that protein is a tiny fragment of HIV.
clips that holds it together. Okay. Thoughts. Now, we all know that Dr. Fauci's got a history with HIV as well. And I kind of went through that and gathered all the information from that from the guinea pig kids to the scalping of aborted babies and putting them on the backs of mice. Like, I dove in, like I've been here all day. I'm very in a very dark place right now with this whole thing. But thoughts. Do you think that this is... So, Jake, I lost your sound. There we go. I got you back. I think is that you better. Were... Yes, we're here now. Hello. We're it's my get mixer, it man. It's it's my mixer. I'm gonna have to get a new one. But do I? Are you asking if I think it's legitimate or not? I do. I'm wondering. Um, I do. I think it's legitimate that it's that it's causing this issue. It yes, says I do. it's causing. Yeah, it's the one that's causing the false positives. So now they're encouraging people who have had the vaccine to go out and get tested for HIV. Yes, it's my um, understanding. It was it was really interesting while we were watching that i was trying to think of this quote but it was from fauci but it was back in in the 80s um and this this was during the the epidemic of hiv and aids and uh i found the quote and i find it really really interesting that he said this and i'm just quoting i'm not saying this he said it you take an infectious agent and you introduce it into a population in which the spread among those individuals if it's sexual contact spread, it's a perfect setup to spread. Um, and it has nothing to do with the, with the actual sexual contact. It just has to do with contact in general. And those of you who are in an older generation know exactly how this got spread and have that, have that supplanted into your mind that this was spread through same-sex relationships and that was that was the word that was going around and this this was proven later years later to not be the case um there are many ways that you can you can get this and you can spread it but mainly it's because you have a weakened immune system yeah i think initially that was like the big push to scare everybody away from the gays it was i remember i was i was a kid i was a kiddish i was probably early teens maybe uh late in the single digits possibly 9 10 11 years old but I remember the AIDS, like I remember it all, everybody talking about it. And I remember being then basically lambasting the gay community, saying it was coming from them and they were evil and they were killing people. And it was like this huge divisive thing. And it was. It ruined a lot of people's lives. And then, like I said, Dr. Fauci, when this all broke with Fauci through coronavirus, I didn't, and I don't know how many people knew or maybe didn't know how much he had a hand in the AIDS handling when it came to cures and, and that kind of thing. But apparently he had a lot and it broke out. Uh, I got to find it. They called it the guinea pig here. This thing right here. They called them the guinea pig kids. So the guinea pig kids is Fauci's legacy of cruel experience on experiments on children, dead babies and mass graves. Recent revelations about Dr. Anthony Fauci shed new light on the 2004 BBC documentary, Guinea Pig Kids. The film exposed cruel experiments approved by Fauci and funded by the United States taxpayers on poor minority children as part of Fauci's search, to cure for, or search for a cure for AIDS. In the recent, and this is also where the Beagles kind of came in, right? And this is how it started. So people started, they got all fired up about the Beagles. But this was essentially what he was doing. So he was taking foster kids who were born with HIV and experimenting drugs on them 
and then just discarding them if they didn't make it. Yep. And nobody knew about that. That's not a conspiracy theory, Jake. It's not. Some things aren't. Some things are. Um, how how dark are you wanting to go with this? I mean, as dark as I don't care. I've, I'm all in this. Like I, I saw this the video. Okay, so when the beagle, listen, listen. Now I got a thing for babies, beagles, and old people. Okay, I got I got a thing for old people. Like I got. Okay, I don't know why. I just do. But listen, the beagle thing I could never watch or really read specifically. I don't know why. And I never found anything on the baby thing. But it, like it, but I watched it today, so I'm I'm in there. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So I find it highly, highly interesting that the links between HIV and what's currently happening are linked simply together by one specific factor, which is that the HIV epidemic. Oh. And the HIV epidemic (laughs) and these shots that we're currently mandating or trying to do the same thing which is create basically a cytokine storm in your system and make your body replicate spike proteins at an alarming rate, which in turn reduces your immune system. They both do a very similar thing in this way. And again, I'm not a doctor, not a scientist. I'm not an immunologist. I'm not a phlebotomist. I'm not any of the ists or any of that. But this is what I can confirm through others who are. Um, the easiest target to pick was one of the most highly controversial at the time, which was the homosexual population. And that's absolutely terrible. Uh, for me personally, every single person who decides who they want to love, whether it's a guy or a girl or whatever, some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't care about any of that stuff personally. What I care about is people trying to make a buck off of the plight of other people who choose to simply love who they choose to love. That is not my place to do any of that judgment or any of that. But these experiments aren't new, especially in the 80s. It wasn't new in the 80s. I can put a marker on it for you. Sometime between the years of 1939 and 1945, similar testings happened. Similar testings with animals happened. Similar testings with people have happened. And what we found out was that the continued sharing of the same needle over and over and over again also allows this disease to enter into your body. And I find that also highly concerning considering our recent administration's push to allow these things to happen in a safe environment through their provision of such things like alcohol swabs and probably syringes and probably crack pipes. Um, Well, they didn't have the the kids that they're, (laughs) I got corrected about this and stupid TikTok and I went and looked it up. It's fact that they're not going to, they're not giving like fresh, clean crack pipes, but they are handing out syringes, clean syringes. But the yep. syringes thing has been being done for a while now. Like there was like a, a convoy or whatever that went around in her van, but she was getting state funded funds to go around and give out clean needles and take dirty ones back. Yes. Not and right, but... it's, I, I obviously, I don't agree with it. I mean, I don't, I mean, you can, you can put in your body, whatever you want to put in your body. Um, you're, you should be free to do that. Um, at least in this state and in many others, it's not illegal to, be high it's just illegal to possess which i understand Mm -hmm. but again should we be dictating what people want to do with their bodies and what they want to put in their bodies or not want to put in their bodies i'm not so sure it's a long conversation Mm -hmm. Um, but we also have to understand that as adults we have to understand repercussion sharing needles with anybody using dirty needles is a terrible thing do not do it it's absolutely unsanitary 
something will happen to you. Something will happen to you. And a but lot it of times is, it's hepatitis it's your, C. But it's your choice. That's what I'm saying is that, yes. that it's, and we, we, we talked about this earlier today. We talked about it earlier this morning with the kids that are going out, not to get too off the topic, but that's, that, that's the problem that I have with this is that we've got people who we've got kids, even children who are born with diabetes are born with all these, these different issues that they did not choose to have, not an addiction that they choose to continue to, to invest in. But they are where they're paying. They're out the nose for insulin. They're paying out the nose. You want to talk about childhood cancer, or even just cancer in breast cancer, or any other kind of cancers? How much chemotherapy costs? Even after insurance, people are still charged out the nose for for chemotherapy. Yep. Yeah. It's... But we're going to spend eighty million dollars plus for these kits and these stage places for you to go and shoot up crack or heroin or what i think it was heroin was that doesn't make any sense to me that that just i i can't wrap my head around that still well it does kind of because i know why but the only thing that helps me legitimize it is i think probably his son stepped down and said dad do you think that we can give them crack pipes no and he probably said yeah sure listen yeah, i sure, heard junior no, about that. yeah and i don't know if this is true but i heard trump jr's got a coke problem is there any do you know, do you know anything about that I didn't look into it. I was kind of curious, though. That wouldn't surprise me, honestly. It wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't be surprised after. at all. I would. I would figure. Honestly, I know quite a people, quite a bit of people who do. Um, and and to be completely honest, I'm not so sure. Um, people who want to do coke, I mean, that's it's like a short high. It lasts for about a half an hour or so, depending on who you are. Maybe an hour. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think it's been kind of overinflated, kind of like back in the day with reefer madness. Um, if people want to do it, they should be they able used to. to Coke used to be in like Coke, like they're not. No, they used to prescribe cocaine, Coca-Cola, but then they used to prescribe cocaine too for pain. Yeah, that was in everything. Way was in back, a lot of medicines. Tylenol and yeah. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. I thought about that before the live too. So I'm starting to kind of wonder now because now that we know everything we know about um, marijuana is another one. So in marijuana, I was always taught in school that it was a gateway drug and you shouldn't do marijuana. I smoked enough marijuana in my teen years to know that really nothing bad happened, obviously, but. Now it's like it's it's illegal because so, I've been wondering about all these drugs. Like, how many drugs have we outlawed that actually really probably don't need to be outlawed? And yeah, yeah. and but. I mean, I'm I don't think really anybody that I know cares about weed anymore. I remember like ten or fifteen years ago when it was still like a super huge deal, mm -hmm. and you know all the jokes like, "Hey man, you think I'm just gonna freak out, man?" You know, half baked, but you know it's that's all funny, but it's people are starting in other places, especially like in Colorado where they're, I guess, experimenting with these things. They're microdosing people and they're figuring out that when they start doing this and they prescribe microdoses um, to people, especially who suffer with PTSD are showing amazing, amazing recovery results and are basically dropping all of their other, other medications because I think people are starting to wake up to this idea too, ship that um, we're realizing that a lot of the things that happen in the medical industry are bullshit and they don't actually treat the cause they just they just band-aid the symptoms and we know this and absolutely my. i know this from personal experience like we, yeah. yeah they never did and this we stopped i was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis like 11 years ago and i was on medication um which also cost the equivalent of a house just so everybody knows twice a year but i stopped taking <coughs> it after the covid vaccine after all of this kind of broke I really sat down and looked at the ingredients that were in that medication and some of the side effects because I'd never had done it before on any of my meds. And it was so funny because all of my meds gave me tons of problems. My hair would fall out. My digestion got all messed up. Like the actual symptoms from the meds were worse than the MS symptoms that I originally had to begin with. And well, it's okay. They can give you medicine for that too. 
they well then they did jake <laughs> son of a bitch then they did so then i was on anxiety medication they offered me sleeping pills because i couldn't sleep then pills to help keep me awake and lose weight because i gained a bunch of weight because of one medication messed up my i mean it was just this snowball effect and eventually i got to a depression and i'm like no like we're not doing this anymore i quit all of them and i went holistic and i went with jen and it's been good. about eight months now and so far we're good that's extremely There's hard for people to do so kudos to you there is something to this like narcotics are terrible in from what what is terrible narcotics well yeah drugs are bad don't take drugs especially for I, I mean doctors will prescribe you vicodin and it's it's absolutely terrible i i know they so many people who have a yeah then then jesus it's and i'm like it's terrible. i took it for two days and i'm like man i remember hearing something about this and then i stopped taking it you Crash, just hear right? echoes inside your head all day kind of yeah. That's how my life goes. It's kind of like yeah. your house. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I mean, no, me specifically, I mean, I, I don't do any of that stuff. I don't, I don't take any, any of that stuff. I take supplements like vitamin C and, mm-hmm. and, you know, just general things for general health and wellness. My, my personal view on, on things is just very plain and simple. Eat well, sleep well, take care of yourself and work out. And most of your problems will go away. Not, that's not true for everyone. But for me, it is. And for a vast majority of people, it is. It is. Um, even if you can't do a lot, go outside and walk. You know, mm-hmm. just move. Do something. And you can do a lot. exercise is fantastic for your body. 20 minutes a day is, is fantastic for your body and your immune system. Well, and that was another thing that we advocated for a lot, especially at the beginning of COVID, too, because it was proven that people who were morbidly obese or obese, clinically obese, obese is a crap word. I don't believe in it because, I mean... I was always labeled obese, but I never was. I played sports. I was healthy. I ate decent. But um, but it was people who were clinically obese that were, were the ones that were detrimentally affected by COVID-19. And so my, that was... My scale is completely out of date anyway, though. I mean, oh, it's terrible. I'm, I don't even... Man. I'm, I I'm get on the scale and I'm through 12 week. and I'm obese. You know, it's like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's no. what they used to tell me. But yeah, when you're like 14, you're like, dang, like what? And they're yeah. like, yeah, you could stand to lose some weight. And I'm like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? But yeah. Dr. Pepper, yeah, Dr. Pepper. So we take we take the same thing. I take like a vitamin B and a vitamin, I don't know. And I take some CBD oil to help with the inflammation. And oh, boy, I've never felt better. I don't know. Like, I hate to say anything because I had my first scan in March, but we'll see what happens. It's been a very interesting ride, Jake. So I'm, I'm here for this. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, People people would be vastly surprised how how uh, better their their lives improve if they just cut out simple things like sugar, and it's hard yeah. to do because sugar is in, in a lot of things. It's even in the salads at McDonald's that they consider healthy. So you have to really be careful. Now, have you always been like this? Like health conscious, sort of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was like a four sport athlete, and you know, it's I, it, it it was ingrained in my lifestyle. So you know, I work hard, and you know, we we were very sports were very big for us. So it was just something that I was never like, I never really got into like drinking or, you know, I've never done any of really anything. So, um, yeah, interesting. that's it, just kind of always been, but oh, how about that? I know you're super shocked, right? I am. No, I'm not. Well, I am kind of shocked. I, didn't I, know, I enjoy I, the, the sarcasm of I'm shocked I, on your face. <laughs> I like my seltzers. Listen, I I like I like I like my beer. This is probably my biggest hang up. And I do. Well, I do, but 
we're very we're kind of in the same boat i mean as far as that goes and uh, i mean i ran i, I was training well i was training for my first like half marathon when COVID hit and then they canceled it in chicago but um and then now i just run because i'm stressed out a lot but that's that's beside but big pharma like that whole thing is and COVID kind of exposed that whole thing. I think for a lot of people, I think a lot of people started to wake up to the bullshit that big pharma was. And yeah. this is why I talk about COVID had more silver linings than anything else. COVID, like, big pharma is terrible. There's, there's benefit out of the detriment. And we, I think we've seen a lot of, lot more benefit than we have detriment, to be honest. Um, if you kind of look back on it, this, this last a little over two years, um, in my opinion, even though it sucks, I think, I think it's well worth it because look at what, Look at what's happened behind all of this. Look how many people are starting to finally have that light switch just click on. And they're just like, none of this makes any sense anymore. And I, I like to call them the new people, you know, the ones who aren't like you and I, where we've been doing mm-hmm. this 20 years, you know, it's because we had our light bulb moments too. But some of the newer people, it's just vastly entertaining to watch them go down the roads that we've already traveled and just be like, man, I'm so excited for you. You know, they're making jokes of like, are we in a simulation? Am mm-hmm. I in the matrix? What is happening here? Why is everything different all of a sudden? You know, they just wake up one day and you're just like, yes, dude, just keep going. Just keep going. Jake. Yes. Jake. Huh. Do you do you think we're in a simulation? In what sense? Do you think this is all fake and we're little brains in jars? This was one theory we threw out there a few weeks back, and it was probably the most interesting. It's the one that got the most reaction, that we're all brains in little jars, probably on some extraterrestrial science teacher's desk. I've considered that, but I don't necessarily think so. Like I said, I what do you, I, what do you I don't think everything is a conspiracy. I don't. I don't. Um, okay. I think some things can be explained pretty logically, but I think that we're here. For a purpose, I think that we're very much alive, but I think that everything around us, society, is very much that that matrix that you explain. Like it's it's society around us is very much a simulation. If you really really think about it, time isn't linear. We know this. Right. Time is something that we've constructed to maintain some conformity with society. Essentially, that is in itself a matrix. Um, the idea of getting paid for labor is very much part of that in my in my opinion um although i i agree hard work there's there's benefits to working hard and all of that yada 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 yeah but Um, either you work hard for money that you can spend on stuff which i'm not necessarily down for the whole money thing and the whole like no money's fake but but you use even if that you could barter it like if you if i helped you you would help like neighborly you know yeah and and the one really baffling thing you know is like I, I could pull out my wallet and hold up a dollar and it's the same value to me as it is to you because we've mm-hmm. all like literally the only thing that keeps money rolling is that we've all just agreed to it. We all just agree that it is. Mm-hmm. And like that's, taxes. that's baffling to me. It's like how my question behind that is how did we all get to the point where we're all just like, okay, that's a dollar. And we agree to that. Like that's money. How, how does that happen? Um, so that that's a really really big question. I I want to know like that aha moment where that became like an actual thing. But money isn't real. It's not even worth the paper that it's printed on. It's actually worth less than that, and it costs more to make it than it does to distribute it. <laughs> and and the idea behind debt and interest rates and inflation, all of that stuff is fake. So th- there's there's very much a simulation, a wool pulled over our eyes, and I think more people are coming 
you know, coming aware of that and, and beginning to, we, we get to a, we get to a tipping point as people where we understand um, that it's when it becomes unimportant to actually go to your job and do your job than it is to do something else that you would love doing with your life. We get to this point where we start to exchange one for the other and we get to this tipping point and we don't come back from that. And that has good and bad tied to it. Well, yeah, it's bad because you have to pay your bills on the one hand, but on the other hand, it's good because they always say like, if you can do what you love to do, you'd never have to work a day in your life. Like, and that's kind of where we are right now. Kind of, I guess maybe we're getting there. But Cindy There's... says, yeah, go ahead. Cindy wants to know if we're living in a real life Truman show. I'm on board with this theory. Actually, if I had to pick one right now that I said that, you know what, this is probably the most, I would say it would be this one. I feel like everything is kind of, but it ties into like flat earth. And basically if you go far enough to one side, you're just going to slam into the, the ice wall. Right. This would probably be the so, one that I can, I can grab a hold of and hold on to the tightest. Cindy, you are, you are very, very close. Truman Show is one of my favorite movies. I want you to, I'm going to send you down your own rabbit hole. This is what I do with my own content is I give you, I give you the door and I allow you to walk through it if you wish. Here's your door. Go back and watch Truman Show. So before his, his own aha moment, um, you'll notice when he's walking outside, uh, one of the can lights falls from above and crashes into the street, right? Mm -hmm. If you remember this, I'm sure you've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. but when you when it gets to the point where he bends down to pick it up and realizes what it is pause it and read the side of the can light and i'm going to just tell you one word that it says and can this we is look your, it up this, yes oh, this is your open door on. moment it says serious s-i-r serious not like Hold the on. word not like the word like i'm being serious like s-i-r-i-u-s but yes please look it up S I R I U S. Yes, and and Google what serious is. The human throat deleted some scene growing suspicious. Did they delete it? No, it's in the movie. It says they deleted it. Hold on, how long is this? It's four minutes. No, not the satellite radio company, Scott. No, um, bigger than that. But okay, hold on, I got it here. Not. Yeah, I know that he told you to go look it up on your own, but listen, we're live. So, yeah, let's look it up together. Now, let's do it. And now I'm kind of curious. Now I want to see this too. I haven't seen the Truman Show in years, and so, oh, blessed be. I'm gonna. I'm. I've been working on like getting better at this, but for some reason, I am riding the struggle bus with it. Uh, the Truman Show deleted the scene. Okay. You really think this could have fallen off an airliner? Oh yeah, sure. Talogen. Too bad didn't hit you. Could have sued. Is that the one? Coming for a drink? No. Where did? What happened to your son? Um, there nothing. you are. See you tomorrow. Go back to where it shows the uh, quick scene of the can light and pause it. It's really grainy. Too bad didn't. Okay, so it says it says outside of the parentheses is where it says serious. And inside the parentheses, it says nine canis major. Okay. So let's let's go down this rabbit hole together. S I R 
S-I-R-I-U-S. Not Sirius Satellite Radio, right? It has nothing to do with Sirius Satellite Radio, no. So Sirius is the brightest star in the night sky, this one? Yes. It's named derived from the Greek word, I'm going to skip that, as in glowing or scorching. The star is designed as a Canis Majoris, Latinized to Alpha Canis Majoris, an abbreviated Alpha CMA or CMA with a visual apparent magnitude of 1.46. Sirius is almost as... Sirius is almost twice as bright as Canopus, the next brightest star. Sirius is a binary star consisting of, uh, it won't pull up now, hold on, consisting of, a main sequence of star spectral, uh, the term Sirius A and faint white dwarf comparison, uh, the distance between the two varies, but so it's a star. Is yes. essentially what it is. Okay. Yes. So I'm not, I need to write this whole thing. So it's a star. Yes, it so is. A star, a star fell from, okay. Almost, um, almost as brilliant as Polaris, which I'm sure you've heard that word. Um, so there are a lot of, um, I don't even know if I can say the word, uh, these connotations in the Truman show. Um, and this is very the much. Illuminati? One of them. Yes. Can I can say the Illuminati. Um, so the there are a lot of Illuminati-esque connotations. Um, this is definitely one of them. It's kind of a pivotal moment in Truman's awakening and his his own journey into the light to become one of the illuminated ones, so to speak. But this this is even earlier than the movie The Matrix. And if you kind of take your ideas from The Matrix and supplant them into this movie, um, you get your you get your aha moment. There is an all benevolent creator christoph the director who Correct. is essentially in this movie um even though he is he is the director he is basically god in this movie and basically toward the end of this you know that truman has to make a choice whether he wants to stay um if he wants to take the blue pill and stay in his world and he can he can take a bite of the steak and in the matrix he knows that the matrix is telling him the steak is juicy and delicious mm -hmm. and live in blissful ignorance, or he can go and venture out into the world and do the much harder choice of creating his own destination. Um, so this, it's more than just a movie. It's, it's very thought provoking, but how are you going to get, we got 80 billion people on the planet. Something like that. 80 million people. Um, a lot of people, uh, a, a lot. almost 9 billion people. Yeah. A nine billion people on the planet. How are you going to yes. get nine billion people on the planet to do How that? You? If you watch, if you watch the Truman Show, there's a lot of cordon fucking nation that went into a lot of that. Like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of planning behind the movie The Truman Show. A lot of planning. And uh, Stanley Kubrick has they make some uh, some little nod or nudge to Stanley Kubrick in one of the very first episodes where he has the bar of soap in his bathroom mirror and he's drawing the. Uh, the astronaut helmet pretending like he's yeah, on a, like he's on the yeah i remember that part like he's on a different planet his subconscious is trying to explain to him that he is on a foreign planet already but he just doesn't realize it Can <laughs> okay so this is kind of jen's wheelhouse with the difference between the conscious and the subconscious and that your subconscious knows things that your consciousness doesn't necessarily know sure do you believe that yes so good because so do i see we're still learning to get to know each other so do i 
I believe that you're sub. I believe that deep down inside every single person, we all know the meaning to life and we all know what's happening. Like, you know, what's going to happen. It's just a matter of tapping into that. Sure. I didn't know that you thought that. I do. I believe in intuition. Really? Absolutely. She says, love cock. Love cox. Welcome to the live, by the way. I love your face. Thanks for having the name that you do. This is Love Cox. We're best friends. Every time I see, every time you scream that, I just laugh. The coolest name on the planet next to Jake Dials, I guess, because I try to scream that whenever he comes on, too. But I've never watched it either, but now I'm a little interested. You should maybe do a watch party, but I'm a little scared to do a watch party right now after everything that happened with Alphabets. We're probably not going to do that. Uh, I may need to rewatch it. I feel like I may need to go rewatch it. It's been a couple years, but I distinctly remember, I remember the astronaut thing in the head i also remember the end where he chooses to leave he takes the red pill oh yes he does buzz in here he takes the red pill and mm-hmm. walks off to the water like flat earth and walks <laughs> not only does he walk off off of the water he walks on the water correct i don't know i have to rewatch it now i gotta ask you let me ask you something else we're here yeah. When did you have your aha moment? 1999. Did we talk about this already? Yeah, we did. Live? Yes. That's okay. Was it some kind of pivotal moment? Three. The movie Fight Club, the movie The Matrix. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In September 11th, 2001. I feel like I should write that down. I forget things. I have a lot of people that come on. That's okay. That's all right. I'm not do you get a lot of, Do you get a lot of like pushback? Do you get a lot of people that give you a lot of shit? No, not at all. Really? Yeah, I get a lot of very I, I get a lot of very curious people in a great way because I've said it time and time again on my own stuff that I'm I'm a very big believer in being curious all the time and my personal belief is that when we stop being curious is when we stop growing as people and we have an issue. And I don't, I don't know why I feel I need to say this, but I do. And maybe for somebody listening or maybe you, I don't know. Um, but do you, ever, you ever notice how, you know, let's go back to when you'd have these conversations with your friend group and you felt kind of outcasted. You felt like you were, you know, you're in that world where you're like, man, am I the only one who believes this? Like, am I crazy or are they crazy? Like you're having these conversations with yourself. Um, you get in your little friend groups, whether you go out to, I don't know, bowling alley or bar or just each other's homes or whatever. Um, And they start kind of like dogging you, but not really. It's like they're kind of epicurious, like half curious, half joking. Like, so what do you think about the Illuminati, man? Like these sort of conversations and Mm -hmm. they just want to hear your take on it and try to decide if you're crazy or not. Um, You know, I, I find it really interesting that we could always sit here and we could fill this, this time up with, what do you want to do with your life? What do you think is your motivator? What's your one big goal you want to achieve with your life? But as soon as we bring up these controversial topics and we talk about things like UFOs or conspiracy theories or things that we know that are now truth that we originally were conspiracy theories, everybody just kind of shuts up and they kind of listen because intuitively, I think everybody on some sort of level believes some of it, but not necessarily all of it. And that's okay. But you ever notice how the room just kind of goes quiet, no matter who you're speaking to. And they sit there and they absorb it. And they're trying to decide whether you're crazy or not because you don't flow with the status quo. You ever notice that that happens in almost every conversation? I do. And then I get very uncomfortable. And so then I just shut the fuck up because I'm like, 
y'all are looking at me weird. Like, and I feel already feel kind of weird, but yeah. realistically, I mean, I, I can't, I don't, and we've talked about this before. Like, I don't know that we've ever barely been asleep. Like, I don't, I can remember thinking these things when I was very young and seeing yeah. things that other people couldn't see when I was very young. I suppressed a lot of that because obviously, I mean, you don't, you don't want to be the weird one, but as I grew into an adult, it got really, really hard for me to have mundane conversations. I can fake it. I fake yeah. it really well. I can smile. I can listen to all your, your stories about your kids and their soccer practice. And I'm, I'm good at that. Like, and I, I'm, I'm interested. I love your children. Like I'm not going to, but I'm faking it the whole time. You should probably know that. And, and I don't care. I would rather talk about aliens. Like I'd rather talk about what is your take on extraterrestrials? Do you think that they're going to like, there's been a lot of talk about it this year. This came out. NASA came out and said, ha, we lied. Well, we didn't lie. We just didn't tell you. Right. And yeah, aliens, I mean, like, and they're here. We had entire shows like the X-Files that people were so, so fascinated with. It was one of the most popular shows on TV of, of the nineties. It was absolutely, it was one of the most watched TV shows on TV at the time. And yet everybody out here in society is so skeptical of everything. But why is that show one of the most popular shows of TV basically of all time? Um, it's it's weird. It's like they want they want to think differently, but they just don't know how. And it's up to people like you and I to kind of guide those conversations. You know, I I I'm kind of I'm not necessarily torn. Like I I'm gonna be honest, I don't like me asking somebody how their day is is like very mundane to me. Uh-huh. Don't like, ask me how my don't you ever ask me how my day is. Like hearing hearing that. the same old jokes, like you go to a gas station and somebody like pulls out like a crisp 20 and they're like, <laughs> just made that one. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've dude. never heard that one. <laughs> like I, I can't do Sorry. it. Sorry. I've no, never heard fine. that joke. Who makes it's, that kind of joke? People do you do make that kind of joke? No, it's terrible. Maybe our sense of humor is not as 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 I do. Like I don't know. I I mean, if you've never heard it, like as a kid, like it was funny. It's like, oh, that guy's a criminal, but he's joking. It's funny, you know. Like after you hear it for like the ten thousandth time, it's like, okay, cool. You too, huh? Like it seems like many people fill their days with very mundane conversations because they don't have anything necessarily interesting to fill them with. So they talk about what's immediately happening to them and nothing about who they are. This it's just what they do. You know, who you are and what you do are two very different things. And I think we confuse the two things. I, I want to know what people are doing with their lives. I'm very invested and very interested. And I get very excited to hear people working for something that they truly love to do. Like for you, for example, I love to hear about what you're doing with your shows. I love to hear about what you're doing with all of your content. I love hearing I'm genuinely interested and I'm sitting here 110% in your corner saying, go ship, go. Like same for everybody Aww. else too. I... Yeah. It, it seems mundane to have those conversations like you you know your friends and you have have those conversations and you're just like oh yawn but i'm genuinely interested in what anybody's doing with their lives if it's something that they're passionate about i want to know because i want to be able to support people i do i get super excited when i hear people win it, it gets me excited and it's that entrepreneurial mindset i want everyone to win and so i love those conversations i don't care like necessarily i i care how your day's going but i don't want to sit there and be like hey how's your day going oh well, it's good yeah black. I, I don't ever ask me i mean typically what i mean is like tell me what you're doing with your life i want to know what you're interested in i want to know what you're doing with your life you get you get one dude well let me let me so let me let me let me comment on that a little so people are very um 
again, I feel like this is more of a morning show thing. And maybe this is obviously this is my own experience and, and currently my own experience, but I think people, they're very closed off right now. And obviously we're all very divided right now. So that, that I think that initially started it. It initially started with Trump. I felt this huge, there's a huge division and then went from the Trump. Now it's the, the QAnon and the conspiracy theorists versus the whatever they call themselves over there. And, you know, and now I feel like there's kind of like, I'm afraid to, you know, open up and, 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 you know, and I know a lot of my people feel the same way. We're afraid to have those conversations with people because I guess historically, like people aren't usually pretty genuinely interested in what other people are doing. People have shown us in the last two years specifically how extremely, I don't want to say selfish. I don't know if selfish is the best word for it, but how judgment, maybe, no, maybe just judgmental, you know, like I, so I run the podcast and, and my own family is kind of, you know, kind of a part of this, like, I run the podcast. We talk about very controversial stuff. I've, I've, I've taken a very controversial stance and I've done it very publicly in the sure. last couple of years. My family is not on board with this. My family being like my, my brother and my sister and, and all of them, like, you know, they're not on board with this. They don't talk to me anymore. Um, and, and some of the things that they have said have, and, and I'm pouring my heart into this. Like, this is my purpose. This is what I love to do. And I think I got quite a bit of backlash from it. And so I think a lot of people, right now are, are a little hesitant to do a lot of that just because of the mental health ramifications that came from the reactions from COVID and, and all the crap. Maybe, but Maybe? I think also oh some of those people are probably like, I want to know more because I secretly want to watch. I want to know what really? you think. And I want to confirm my own thoughts that I'm not crazy. They told me to stop embarrassing them. Who's, whose terms do you live on? Do you live on your parents' terms or do you live on your it, own terms? It took me a while to get here, but I live on mine. I never lived on my parents' terms, but I did live on the terms of other people, people that I respected, people that I loved dearly, people that I held true and due to my heart. I had to let a lot of that go this last two years because of what I do. Sure. If you live on their dime, then you live on their time. And that's understandable. And once we get out of the house and we pay our own bills and we take care of ourselves, that's no longer an issue. And that's not for their concern. Well, we just want the best for you because we love you and blah, blah, blah. No, what you want to do. never got that. What you want to do is you want to live vicariously through that and you want to make sure that I'm making the choices that either you didn't get to do or you just didn't take the opportunity to take. But this is my life and I live it on my terms and you don't have a say in what I choose to do. All you have to do is just hope that you raise me the right way and I'll make wise decisions. Now, you have you ever experienced have you experienced any of this in, in like your real life? Uh, like scrutiny and judgment? From people that you never thought that you would receive scrutiny and judgment from. Uh, Mrs. Ship, I will remind you that for about 12 years, I was an international model and actor. Um, never, yeah, that's fair. never did a day go by where I wasn't a subject of some sort of scrutiny or judgment or absolute probably hate or I but not equate from, it to jealousy. But those, well, and that's easy to do because the majority of the time, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the majority of the time, I'm sure that was from strangers or people you don't know, just like the comments we get on here on the TikTok, right? Some Same yes thing. and some no. Some were people who oh. I knew very well. Unfazed. Bullshit. Listen, I'm an emotional person. I know that you're not. You got that whole wall closed off. That's fine. No, I, I absolutely don't have, I don't have a wall put up to that. I, um... I live on very simple terms. I know we had this conversation, but I live on very simple terms. And what I've come to understand and what I've come to realize is that the people who want to be here will be, and they will show themselves. 
the other people if they want to judge and they want to laugh they're they have the opportunity to do that either way you know it, it doesn't affect me it, they're not living for me they're not coming to my house they're not mowing my yard they're not paying my bills they're not any of that i don't care what somebody says on the internet they can say whatever they want it just doesn't phase me i'm just i'm just above that stuff it, it affected me in high school yes it, it affected me when i was young and when i was uh, more naive yes absolutely um to have your peers sit there and make fun of you and you know make all these these funny little gay jokes because you're a male model um, you know, I, I get the jokes and I understand. And the only thing that I told them is, guys, you can make fun of me all you want, um, but I'll show you one of the paychecks and then you can decide if it's still funny or not. And usually they shut up after that. And I know that kind of comes off as that comes off as like me being an asshole or, or anything like that. But it was absolutely realistic. Like, I'm happy to share with you guys. This was something that I just always was is I'm happy to tell you guys everything that I do, not because I want to brag or ego boast, but because I, I would just hope that you were interested in my life. And it always, you know, for the most part came out to be not true. Um, people wanted to know what you were doing so they could make fun of you or talk bad about, about you or whatever. Um, so they, they get put into one space where that doesn't exist in my world. They can do it, but I'm not listening. If they want to be here, they will make it known and they will be. Otherwise, they make room, and I fill that space with people who deserve that time. Does that keep you in your whelm? That keeps me whelmed. Whelmed. So Jake and I had a conversation earlier. So, Catro, everybody here, I don't know if everybody here in the live. Catro, I couldn't find Catro, so we ended up taking the night off. And why don't you tell everybody about your talk? Tell tell them your theory on the on the whelmed versus the overwhelmed. Like, I feel like this is something maybe a lot of you need to hear. God knows I needed to hear it, but I I don't call it whelmed. But yeah. It's it's just a theory. It's just a take on a perspective. That's all it was. And it's it's funny to joke about it because it sounds just really absurd because being overwhelmed, obviously, it's like everything's going on at once and you just have had enough. You're overwhelmed. And you can also be underwhelmed. You could be understimulated. You could be sitting there on your couch bored and you already binge watched the whole two seasons of Euphoria and you've got nothing else left to do with your schedule and your day. So you're just extremely underwhelmed. But in a typical day, everything goes as planned. You meet your schedules. You adhere to all these times and these dates. And everything is just as laid out. And it's just a normally functioning day. You're absolutely just completely 100% whelmed. Right in the middle. Not over. Not under. You're whelmed. I so, try to stay in the whelmed area. Like as often as I can. We call it the gray area. But I tend to get the over part. Because I tend to take on more than I can handle. And then. What? So we try no. to. We try to catch we try to catch the things before they get to the over part. And and we're doing really good with it. I'm doing you great, but I mean better. You mean you're you're telling me that you ship do too much? I do a lot. I don't know about too much, but I definitely do a lot. I mean I spent an entire day today putting things together about Dr. Fauci and the AIDS pandemic. Like I got very almost like obsessed with it because I, I don't and I don't know why. I just happened to come across it. Cause I hate that guy. I think a terrible guy. Like, and I, I love animals and I love babies. Like, I hate that guy. And you that was the secret? only thing. I mean, yeah. Um, not, we're alive, so it's not really a secret. Well, it's a secret and everybody can know. It's okay. um, I, I happen to be in contact with somebody who worked directly with that man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For a long time. And uh, this person, we had many conversations about this man. And the conversation was always... This man was an arrogant, arrogant prick. Oh, no shit. 
he's he uh, he will demoralize you in order uh, for him to prosper. He's that kind of person. Now listen, Jake Dials, Mr. Dials. I have this theory. You want to hear my theory? Sure. I've said the theory before. I don't think I've told you the theory, but my theory is so everybody comes out and they want Dr. Fauci hung in the streets. Did I talk to you about this? I do no. a lot of lies. Okay, no. so they want Dr. Fauci hung in the streets. They say he's not being held accountable. Okay. And okay. I think he is. And I think he is for that reason. Because if you look back over the last two years, how often was Dr. Fauci wrong about everything? He flip-flopped every day. Like he was made to say one thing. And then the next day it was almost like he was he was encouraged to say the other. Like he flip-flopped a lot. Mm-hmm. It's the laughing stock of the medical community right now because he didn't get any of this stuff right with COVID-19. He didn't get anything right with the masks. People on TikTok who basically proved it in their backyards that the masks were not going to work to stop the spread of COVID-19. On TikTok, like everyday Joe's, me, you, like Jan from mm-hmm. next door, we all proved it. We're not going to work. But he came out and he pushed it anyway. And he keeps, and even now he's coming out and he's like, okay, well, we're going to need a fifth booster. That happened this week. Well, it looks like we're going to need a fifth booster. And it looks like we still are going to need to wear masks. And he's still on board with, I mean, the mask thing is done. It's just, it's done. It's everybody's done. The mask over thing it for is, the most part. We're all, it isn't even that everybody's over it. Like it, they obviously do not work. They do not work. We, we found all of the stuff. So, but he's like, oh, but we got to wear a mask. But everyone's like, we're not wearing masks, Frodo. Like, nobody likes you. You're the laughing stock of everywhere right now. So then I thought about that. Because then people were like, well, I want him hung in the street. And I'm like, well, what if he is being punished? Maybe you think about this and like, and I have this theory that the white hats actually unleashed COVID. And that's a whole nother live and a whole nother theory. Yeah. You know, Fauci's a Freemason, right? Yes, I do. Okay. That was Joe Rogan. I started looking into that too, by the way everybody we're not there yet but we're gonna get there but here we go so i have this theory that that the white hats actually unleashed covid even though it was planned it's since like the the late 90s or way back when even it was on the georgia guidestones even though all of that i think it initially was was put out to be part of this new world order and this was what's supposed to happen but i think the trump administration stepped in and took over and then warped it and because of all the silver linings to which we talked about earlier in the live because everybody's waking up to the indoctrination in the school, because nobody believes in big pharma anymore and everybody's awake to the medical um, um, conspiracy stuff going on. Like, that, I get it. So I think that Dr. Fauci, I think that he is being punished, but he's being punished by being made to look like a fool on so many different levels for a really long time. And this goes back to what you were just saying before about your friend who knew him really well. Like, how do you punish somebody who who is like that, who really just is is arrogant and and doesn't isn't afraid to die, doesn't care about jail, doesn't you know, isn't afraid of anything? How do you punish somebody? Well, you capture them and then you put them in the spotlight and you expose every terrible thing they ever did while still trying to build them up to make them look like a hero. Then you make them crash. Then you build them back to. I mean. The mental that man will never be able to walk down the street without looking over his shoulder ever again. The same with Justin Trudeau, like ever again. This is why I have the theory that I do that they're being forced to do it this way. And this is their this is like their penance, their punishment. I think eventually he'll die and it'll be like he hit his head on something, didn't think anything of it and then went to bed. (laughs) But that was Oh, come on. I can write something. Like, he fell when he, there was security footage that he fell down the stairs. Something. When he hit his head on something, went to bed and didn't think anything of it. What are you going to talk about Daddy Tanner like that? 
No, he called it that two months terrible. prior. Two months prior he to did it, he called it. Podcast with his wife. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <gasps> and you know, they they didn't find him asleep in his bed. They found him sitting at the foot of his bed, basically where the TV sits in a typical hotel room is right in front of the bed. He was sitting on the edge of the bed, laid back like this. Mm-hmm. And they are they're trying to say that uh, oh it's because he hit his head earlier and didn't think anything of it and then he Not went to bat. just sit and just laid down and went to sleep and then he just oh gone oh yeah that makes perfect sense yes absolutely same um, thing same thing with all these people that died in, in this mysterious bullshit this is why I'm thinking like Dr Fauci like death would be too good for somebody like him based on everything that I especially read today mm-hmm. what do you do. You completely you attack his character. You attack his ego. You attack his his livelihood. You attack his legacy. Could be a humiliation ritual, though. That's what I'm saying. This is a mental game. They're yeah. fucking with him, and they're Probably. doing it on purpose. And the good guys are doing it. Yeah, I mean, maybe if he can persevere, then maybe that's his end. You know, um, but I, I believe that uh, four or five said something about they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. Correct. I, I think that was a very pivotal moment because he went. Um, I, it's really interesting. He went out of his way to say that, and it was completely out of pocket and out of context and had nothing to do with conversation at hand. Um, and that was what was brought up. And there, there are many, many points in conversation where, um, he does that. And those are pivotal moments. Um, but I still think it's two wings of the same bird. I still do. No, I, I do, but I think something else is happening. Everybody goes back to Trump. Maybe. And I do think Trump is an elf. And I talked about this once. I think Trump's got is playing a, a big part in it. But I think Trump's maybe he one. was a catalyst. He's not the one. No, that's what I've always kind of stuck in the back of my mind. This is what this my intuition is telling me too. like. He's not the one. I don't know who the one is. I don't know what the one is, but it's not him. And I always kind of come back to it's us. It's not like him. It's, it's not. It's, it's the people. It's not Macron. It's it's not Trudeau. It's. None of those people stand out. None of those people stand out, but we we do. And it was always it always goes back to those foundationals of being we the people because that was the intended plan was always we the people. And to give the power back to we the people. We're going to give the power back to the people. Give the power back to the people. We've so we've relinquished so much of that, especially in the last two years. And it's not just this last two years. It's 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 lifetimes, and we've just slowly slowly given it up. For, for this convenience, you know, these, these minor conveniences and, and things that you don't realize what you're giving up until it's gone and then you don't have it. But and you'll never, ever, ever get it back. Yeah, we, we have to, we have to maintain, we have to either keep what we have or we have to get some of it back somehow. And we have to understand that as a group collectively, it's, it's very easy to do the easiest thing, which is to just say no. They say put on a mask. You say no. That's all you have to do. Comply. So not even that. Just, just no, no, thank you. That's it. That's all I did. Like I, I never made a big scene. I never, I have never worn a mask this whole time. I'm, I've never done any of that. And I, left. I would just leave. Like I went to Menards, and Menards is like, you need to put a mask on you and your kids. And I'm like, well, we don't do that. Are you sure? Like I can't shop here if I'm not wearing a mask. And that's what they said. I said fine. And I left. Like we left. There was no. I didn't. I didn't get all hoity. I didn't get my phone out. I didn't. I just left. Fuck you I guys. Didn't I didn't even do that. I would. I, I went to back. a uh, very big computer store in Ohio. And was it they, Best Buy? Uh, no. Nope. Um, they had somebody in one of the one of the aprons, 
in like a basically like a full bio suit, face shield, at a little desk, giving away giving people masks and hand sanitizer and all the stuff. And um, a buddy of mine and I, we just we just walk past and we we peruse the aisles and then look at everything we want to look at that we're interested in. And one of the employees comes up and and says, um, "You guys, uh, you gotta have a mask if you're in here. You guys want a mask?" And I said, "No, thanks. I'm good, man." And that was it. And I kept walking, and nobody ever bothered us. We oh, were in there for man. like two hours. Not a problem. They chased, they chased me the fuck down in Target. Like I tried that, and she was she screamed at me, and I'm like, "Man, I'm gonna go." Then like I don't need to get arrested today. I'm a dip. Get arrested for but what? For that, so that was the thing here in Iowa, or in Iowa. So a lot of these private stores, if they would arrest you for trespassing, for not basically if you're not following the rules of the store because they're private companies, essentially, then you can be arrested for trespassing. That's what a lot of people were getting. This was the big in argument a, on in the a map. Target? Too. Yeah, in a Target. Target's a corporation. It's not a private business. It, I don't think it matters, does it? I don't yes. know much about it. I just know that they were getting arrested for trespassing if they refused to leave the store when asked. Or public disturbance was another one that people were getting arrested for. So any any business does have the right to refuse service to anyone at any time, and mm-hmm. it's completely discretionary. They can, but they have to be able to justify. They have to have a justifiable cause and reason to do so. And a mandate isn't a law, and yeah. just because it because it's a mandate, it doesn't make it so. Um, and we need to we need to uh, reinforce that idea that mandates aren't laws and they never will be. An order isn't a law. Well, because they're done I said now. so isn't a law. Are they? They're done now. Do you have any thoughts on that? Everywhere's even some of these blue states are lifting their like. What's after this? Something's not. All of a sudden, is it the twenty twenty two primaries? All these governors are like, well, I need votes, so I'm gonna lift the mandates. Yeah, this um, that doesn't make a lot of sense. It's. It's midterm elections. Uh, people want to be electable. Uh, that has a big part of it to do with it. Um, but also my suspicion and my guess and my educated guess based on everything that I've been fed here about what's happening in, uh, in up in Canada is you have to, in order to defeat your enemy, you have to think like your enemy. You don't necessarily have to do as your enemy would do, but you have to understand your enemy to defeat them. Right. Um, and if I were putting myself in those shoes if I were completely tyrannical if I were a tyrant I would have to think of a way to not just outright send in the law and you know uh, beat these people down with batons you can't do that because it's inhumane and it's highly illegal mm-hmm. so you have to do things to knock the wind out of their sails so to speak that's kind of punny because you know shipwreck but um how do you how do you tonight do we're no 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 tonight we're a t- we're we're what we're a ship tatorship ship tatorship we're a tater ship. We're ship taters. Ship taters. Um, so how how do you slowly wind down this this buzz? How do you how do you take it down a peg at a time? So what you do is um, you you tell these people, well, you can't give these guys gas, you can't give these guys money, you can't give these guys food, you can't support this because this is now a protest. Haven't you seen the media switch from two days ago? It took us forty eight yeah. hours, and now these guys are terrible. Even though they have their kids here and their kids are in the back of the, of and they're the cleaning trucks the and they're streets freezing and they're, and they're picking up trash <laughs> and they're having parties yeah. and you guys are yeah. you guys are supporting this you ty- you, you terrible racist pieces of uh, shit yeah. yeah but that's that's the current narrative um, so they they took away their ability to uh, carry you know give them fuel so people started coming in with 
with empty fuel cans. Everybody started carrying them around because they can't arrest everybody and they know this. And uh, about one third of the cans were actually full of fuel and they would sneak in and they would give these guys fuel so they could stay warm through the night. It's Canada, it's freezing cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the media tried to paint it out like these people were forcing their kids to stay in the cabs with them in the freezing cold weather. It's like, well, you guys gave them the ability to freeze their asses off. This is your fault, you know, right. um, narrative foot. Um, but that was a pretty good idea. So then they said, okay, they didn't buy it. They didn't go for it. So we're going to take their funding away from them. So that's what they've tried to do. And they've done that through GoFundMe. So they went to give, send, go. They froze the accounts under give, send, go. But what they don't understand is that this is across borders here. Um, they have no jurisdiction over what an American company chooses to do with American dollars. Well, that was my next question because then give, send, go came out and they issued a statement saying that the Canadian government has just that has no jurisdiction to do to say what we are going to do with this money. So to please keep donating. So everybody has questions on this. And looking through it, you know, and they, they came out with another statement. They explained the whole thing. Yep. Um, and they're absolutely right, which is interesting. So now I kind of wonder how much I, I'm kind of waiting for, like, the United States then to freeze the funding. Is that something that do you think we'll do? For- they're they're going to try to stop it as soon as it starts or even beforehand. So So what this is is an easing up of the rules. And if I were to think like a tyrant, what I would do is I would say, okay, the blue states primarily, because if you notice, the blue states are easing up on this and they will all the way through to the end of February up until mm-hmm. February 28th. Interestingly enough, it started in the West Coast, which is where the U.S. convoy is supposed to take place. And right. they're supposed to transition all the way to D.C., which is across the east, to the East Coast. Um, and as time goes on, if you can chart out the mileage and you can chart out the dates and you can chart out um which which direction the rally is going and when um it kind of interestingly correlates with the easing up of the mask mandates starting from california when they ease up first and as they get to dc where all of these mandates ease up toward the end of february to where they are uh they're supposed to begin and arrive somewhere in march in dc early in march um but what you're doing is you're removing the very thing that they're protesting in the first place. So you so so to speak, knock the wind it. out of their sails Correct. and they say, Correct. well, we're just driving for no reason now. I didn't even think about that. That's interesting. The yeah. more, you know, guys, they're already saying that the, I would say that the, I would say the next lockdown would be due to cyber electrical infrastructure attack, but it will be our government doing it. Notice Twitter went down for Twitter was having all kinds of freaking issues today. And they, unfollowed a bunch of people for people i have like 250 followers i don't give a shit but like some of these bigger accounts i don't know about all that but that i didn't even think about that yeah has anybody else put that together why haven't i seen anything like that like i'm i'm waiting like i apparently not i'm gonna put this past i didn't think about that but that makes all kinds of sense it makes more sense to me than the 2022 elections because there's a thing with the elections. If the elections were such a, a, a fraud and if they didn't work and if they were already being played with, then why would they even budge? Why would not they just keep going the way they were going? Because it wouldn't have mattered then. Typically, when you're when you're telling a lie, the, the idea, at least politically, is to just double down. That's well, that's what I'm saying. Like they and they normally would, but they're not. And it's just very in Canada. And this was kind of another thing that's interesting with Canada. Too, Canada started that they started the trip convoy and they're doing the thing. All of their providence, except for BC. Okay, except for BC, Jen. I'm sorry about BC. Jen lives in BC, and apparently they're like the New York of Canada. They're yes, they just are. terrible. 
But all the other providences have, have started to lift their mandates too, effective like midnight last night, like another one's effective today and tomorrow. They're, they're ending the mandates. And it's, it's kind of like, but she's like Canada, I guess the way that Canada, so they would do this, like they would lift all the mandates just to reinstate them two days later and just to fuck with people's heads. Like it, you know what I'm, and mess with people's heads. And uh, that's where she had the biggest problem with it too. Like, I don't. Well, you haven't heard the conversation piece of the next variant. What's supposed to be a super variant and super worse than Omicron and everything. I lost. Oh my God. That was probably so good, but I lost your sound. Uh, sh- How's that? Is that better? Oh my gosh, that's a little better. <laughs> okay. Um, no, what I said was you haven't heard the word on the street is that they're already talking about the next variant that's supposed to come out and be a super variant and be worse than. No, all I'm seeing else. is AIDS and HIV and Dr. Fauci killed beagles again. That's all I saw today. That's it. Yeah. So is that's another variant. That's the word on the street is that there's another one that'll come out here shortly. What the hell are they gonna like chicken smallpox? I heard smallpox at one point. I don't know. They'll. I don't know what they'll call it. Megatron, or I don't know. Um, <laughs> who knows, man? Some I some other transformer word. Um, <gasps> yes. Yes. I do love transformers. Bring us the cube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's that's the word on the street, but I don't think it has anything to do necessarily with the convoy. But um, yeah, going back to the mask. That thing, seems that's... a little ridiculous to have another variant, don't you think? No, not you if you want to implement another people, booster. Do you think that the majority of people will think that's a little bit ridiculous to add another variant, especially since the Omicron variant kind of fell on its face? Everybody well, knows it. I don't care how far to the other side you are. You know it. You know yeah. it. It fell on its face. Like, it didn't do anything. They know it. They admitted it. They set up. People are tired of talking about it. That's where you just, just turn up the volume. We're, I know, but we're kind of at critical mass where people aren't even listening anymore. There's no volume. They're just not even turning it on. I just we just went through the ratings of all the mainstream media. Every rating from every mainstream media is is in the tank by like fifty percent from this year to last year. Even your Fox News, right? They went down like forty three percent from this time last year to this time this year. Nobody's listening anymore. Nobody cares. Like people, they they want to talk about meatloaf. Like nobody gives a shit anymore. We're nope. gonna die. We're gonna die. Like or we're gonna live. We're gonna live. But it's it's interesting to me. Like that's kind of why would they keep pushing this? Like they got. See, this is where I get, Jake. Okay, so I get to this. Okay, so you're going to come out with this new variant. Okay, well, I already know that everybody's not going to buy into this variant. We got the trucker comp. Millions of people. Nobody believes in it. In the few people that still do believe in it, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, that's not enough to make a difference in, in the narrative, right? And if I know that, then the people, the powers that be already know that. And so then it becomes like, well, what's the play after that then? So what happens? Like, what are they trying to do with this? Like the whole Afghanistan thing, so, or not Afghanistan thing, the Ukraine thing. So what, apparently Russia came out today and they just admitted they're going to invade Ukraine. And there was news all over the place about it. And they're going to pull everybody from Ukraine. And Americans need to leave Ukraine. And we need to talk about Ukraine. And I'm like, who the gives a shit about Ukraine right now? Zero people. Listen, Ukraine, get it together. I don't know what to tell you. Putin's on his way, but he's probably not because I just watched a video of him sleeping at the Olympics. I really don't think that this is going to happen. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I don't know. But if you're an American, you're in Ukraine, leave because it's probably not going to be good. We're not going to so get I'm, I'm in, out. I mean, We've already I'm, done this I'm, once. I'm in Ukraine. And I'm like, well, what? nobody gives a shit. Why aren't we talking about Ukraine, you clowns? Like, we got this trucker convoy. We got, we got. We got, and now the Americans are picking it up, and there's like two other countries that are picking up the trucker convoy. And we got Trudeau out here, who's all like, he's basically issuing 
he's basically warning them like like using their children like if it, you don't pull back i don't even remember what the fuck the speech is we'll listen to it on monday but like he's warning like he's threatening them if they don't like this is where we need to focus nobody gives a shit about ukraine okay ukraine's like this big okay maybe there's some oil there i mean i know hunter biden went there and did a whole bunch of stuff that was not good for the country i can find it all again if you want but nobody gives a shit about you the big man I know. Yeah, that exactly. The, the laptop from hell. Oh, my God. Oh, there are people who give a shit about Ukraine. Well, I know there's people that would give, but I don't give a shit about Ukraine and you don't give a shit about Ukraine and Ukraine shouldn't be anything that we're all fired up about. I don't like, care because I be... don't launder my money through Ukraine, but some people do. Well, I know that. But money doesn't matter anymore either. Like the the the, the American, like the dollar, the currency is in the trash. Our economy's in the trash. Like yep. this is this is all going to collapse at some point financially. I'm just waiting. It is. I just spent $250 on groceries today. I bought like $150 at, in 2019 of stuff. Yeah. Like I dropped I, like 500 and just made sure we're all good to go. A month? No, um, just at once. Just one time thing. You just went and bought $500 with the groceries and that's it. Yeah. Of things, of necessities, yes. I don't even know what to say to that. Like, what do you mean? Did you buy a cow? What the hell is looking at me on this TV? What are you looking we, at? We have. Did we, you buy we, a cow? I mean, what? before that, yeah. We have like a quarter cow. It's in the deep freezer. We now. buy a whole cow every year. We couldn't do that. That's that's too much. We we don't have room for a half. We get a quarter and we fill up a deep freezer. And that's that's good for us for the year. But uh, no, we just, we just got the necessities, things that we need, you know, supplies, things like that. I'm talking about like trick, like, like tricks. Lucky Charms. Do kids no. don't eat Lucky Charms? No. Get the fuck out of here. I don't even, I can't even talk to you right now. What do you mean you don't <laughs> eat Lucky Charms? No. It's all sugar. No thanks. I know it's all sugar, Jake, but listen, when you've had a six-pack of Corona and you're going live and then the next morning you wake up, that's all you want is like a small bowl of Lucky Charms. I can understand and that, though. I get it. I, I run a lot of miles every week. Like I, I don't feel the least bit bad about it. Don't. Don't feel bad. I love, Chuck, I love Lucky Charms. Until they come out and they start telling me there's human meat in it, like they did at McDonald's. I think Burger King was another one. I don't need to do I don't actually need any fast food. I mean, the sugar is bad enough, but I mean, you know, everything in moderation, nothing in excess. There's no judgment here. If you like Lucky Charms, eat them. There's less than one gram of sugar in this. Sure. Straight grain alcohol. But it's also alcohol, and, and when your body processes it, it turns it into sugar, so... With that, I think we could probably end this live. We are coming right up over an hour. <laughs> you guys, let, but we are. We are a little bit over our, my guy, do you want to leave everybody with something? This is a good live. Do you want to leave everybody with a little something, something back in their brains? <clears throat> um, sure. So, why do you, Lucky why Charms do you do it is like good. that? Lucky Charms because is... you don't like meatloaf, and you don't like Lucky Charms, and I don't even know what we have in common, which is nothing. We have lots of things in common. We Holy shit, I'm yet to find one except the office. We have plenty of things in common. We're going to work on this, guys. Maybe. Yeah, it'll be fine. We have plenty of things in common. But Leave them with your final thoughts. <laughs> leave them with my final thoughts. I, I can do that. Okay. Um, you know, we, 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 you and I talked earlier about you know, intuitive things and understandings of things. And I think everybody, for the most part, really understands that life can be as easy as you want it to be, or it can be as difficult as you want to be. But I think the pure understanding in this life is it just comes down to one thing, which is love. The answer has pretty much always been love about everything. Do everything with love. And if you don't, then 
it may not be worth it. I don't know. Um, but we're not meant to be here and be copper tops for for this the system that exists. This is not what we were meant to do. It's not what humans are meant to do. We are, we're meant to thrive, but not in this way. You know, it, it, too much stuff, too much convenience. Um, and everybody is sick because of it. And everybody's unhappy because of it. Everybody's on medications because of all of this. And you think you're living a life because you have a Beamer. But, you know, how many how many people in your, in your circle love you? <laughs> but you got a Beamer. Cool. Um, in your life, figure out what's best for you in whatever way that is. If you want to drive a Beamer and that's your thing, do it. Absolutely. Um, balance. Balance things. That's good. And then fight to the death for them. Because yes. not enough people have people that fight to the death. Figure out true. who your circle is and then fight for them. Tell them that they can't reach that, that their haters can't reach the bottom of the tuna can. And see how that goes for you. <laughs> With that, sassy pants, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out to the live tonight. I love your faces so much. I will see you. What can I do? Where are we at? We're at Friday. So tomorrow night is Saturday. Tomorrow night we are live with Jennifer Lockhart, who's got purple hair. She's fantastic. We're going to talk about more current events and just kind of see where she's at on everything. She's a total patriot. I absolutely adore her. So make sure that you're here. That's going to be 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. With that, you guys, keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for deer. Bye, guys. (laughs) 